As long as you don't say that again. Yeah. What up, boys? What you up? honestly just did it again. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Classic, classic you. It's, it's very endearing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, hey, I was I was actually um, on another podcast, guys. I think. Um, oh, how did it go? Yeah, so it was. I was on this podcast called Matt Spectro Through the Multiverse. We talked about Kang. And we talked about Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So this guy's podcast, uh, Matt Spectro Through the Multiverse, it's it talks a lot about uh, animation and comic book animation. And um, so we picked an episode of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is a great show. Um, have you guys ever seen Earth's Mightiest Heroes? I don't know oh, if yeah. we ever talked about it. It's I a great show, I've right? I've seen a few episodes. I watched it with K.O. when uh, he was a baby. Is it? Tell me. I remember I saw one where they're fighting Thanos, and Thanos has the gauntlet. And he like he uses the time stone and turns everyone into old people. No, that's Avengers Assemble. That's a different. Oh, show. oh. then I don't think I've seen Earth Mightiest he- yeah, Heroes. I've, I've seen, seen Assemble. Oh, it's so good. I think you guys would really like it. Yeah, Assemble was kind of like I barely. I, I don't know if I ever really watched Assemble, but I know it's definitely not as good as uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. But um, we talk about it. Um, I think I think I sell it pretty hard in in the episode. So if anyone wants to go listen to that, um, it's out. It was a good time. Um, nice. I just wanted to, uh, you know, let the commies know about uh, Matt Spectro's podcast so that, you know, can, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I was a guest. I've never really been a guest on another comic book podcast. So if anyone wants any of us, you know, VIPs on their podcast, yeah, <laughs> we're all available. If you yeah. want the coolest people in history to come onto your podcast, just let us know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, imagine if, like all three of us were a guest on someone's podcast. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I just did a comedy run. Nice. I'm honestly very hungover and very tired. Uh oh, spaghettios. Uh oh, spaghettios. I honestly have no idea what you thought of this movie, Cody. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it, honestly. Uh oh. I have a lot yeah. to talk about. I would agree. I yep. no point, let's not delay the inevitable because yeah, I let's can't not be dilly dally. Yeah, I'm yeah. not really. Yeah, I'm not looking to dilly dally with this one. I'm kind of dying to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> In that case, let's get into it. Welcome to Comics and Chronic. I'm Jacob H. You already know who's with me. Cody Cannon, Anthony Arnaccio. And we are talking Ant-Man Quantumania. Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp. You know, oh. she was in there for like a full five minutes. Excuse my, yeah, excuse me for being sexist and forgetting her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Quantumania. It was, it was a movie. <laughs> was it? I mean, that's even. I think that might be going too far oh, in, in starting this one off. Oh Shots damn! Fired. Damn. So you guys uh, hated it. Uh, I take that means Cody loved it. Or at what, least Cody? It. Are you a fan? Are you on this fan? I side? wouldn't say I'm a. I'm a fan by any means. I think there's a lot <laughs> of problems, but I went into it 
expecting the worst Marvel movie, and I, it wasn't that. No, I agree. It, it honestly, like, when we were talking about it beforehand, people were like, oh, people are saying it's as bad as Eternals and as bad as Thor, Love, and Thunder. I, I don't agree with that. It was not as bad as this. I don't agree with it at all. I don't think it was a great start to phase four. No, not at I all. I mean, five, whatever phase they're on. Who cares now? Phase five, yeah. No, or phase... Is it phase five? I mean, look, fa- I'll yeah, say it is. I think everyone will agree, like... It's Phase Five, yeah. This yeah. is the first movie in Phase Five. Yeah, Phase Five. We all five. love Paul Rudd. He's very charming and hilarious. Like cool he's guy. not the problem with the movie at all. You know what I mean? No, I also really liked the family dynamic. Really, you who loves to see families ripped apart. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that doesn't. That's not gonna be. That's not gonna. That's one of my qualms. Is that? Uh, but I, one of the pros, I liked the f- the dynamic between the whole family. Like that dinner they were having before they got sucked into the quantum realm where like Hank had been helping Cassie and everybody's kind of like keeping Paul Rudd's just trying to have like a normal family life now. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I kind of that's when I was starting to zone out. I was like, should I get popcorn now? You were, wait, time out. You were starting to zone out because that's like literally 15 minutes into. The I movie. know. I'm <laughs> telling you, I was not. It, it couldn't even hook me. It was I was Ooh. like, all right. I was like, even Paul Rudd, like you were saying, Paul Rudd. I thought Paul Rudd didn't do anything in this movie. Like, I, I thought he had a few cool lines, but like, I felt like out of the three Ant-Man movies, he, he was the least funniest. Like, it was the least funniest. I would also say this is. One of the weaker ones out of the three. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's the weakest. I like Ant Man one better than this one. It's the weakest. Yeah, the weakest easily. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It might be on par with two. I don't think so. I like two better. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I think going into the movie expecting one of the worst Marvel movies made it way more palatable to me. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of excuses everyone's given for the movie, though. Like, you yeah, know, if you walk exactly. into the movie and you poke at one of your eyes and, you know, like, no, it's I'm not just a saying, bad movie. Go into it with an open mind. You can say that about anything. No, I'm just saying I went into it expecting one of the worst Marvel movies, and it wasn't. It wasn't one of the worst, but it was trash. Like What? I think it was one of the worst. It wasn't the worst. Like, yeah, I, I thought, like... Love and Thunder is probably the worst, right? Yeah. If I think it's the worst, I think we could all agree on that. I'm sorry to say, but it was straight up basura. Like it was. Yeah, bad. like you, you guys didn't like Eternals. I, I did like Eternals, but a lot of people are comparing it to the quality of Eternals. So I guess I would put it. I would, d- down I would say Eternals it. more than this. Yeah, I did too. I did too. <laughs> I think this was more exciting than Eternals. No. No. Well, Eternals was a snooze fest. Hmm, yeah, that's a hard one. Was it more exciting than Eternals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a question to think about. That is hard to defend. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big... I, I didn't hate it as much as what it sounds like you guys did. I think it's a lot of flaws. I think it's essentially a billion-dollar Rick and Morty episode. Literally, the writer is Jeff Loveness, who writes for Rick and Morty. Oh. There you go. I don't know. Okay. Oh, I, oh, I thought that's what you were hinting at. Okay, no, no yeah. No. Okay, no, it actually to that it to me it felt like it felt like um Disney Star Wars, but like a knockoff Disney Star Wars. Like we just saw we just saw Avatar 2, right? Like we were sucked into that world. Like it was beautiful, it felt real, it was fleshed out, it was like, and that's a huge movie. And you're gonna show me Quantum Mania, and like the second they step into Quantum World, I'm like, oh, this looks so stupid. Like it's a forest, but <laughs> it, it, it's just it was just crap. Like if the whole movie is hinging on the fact that they're going to quantum the quantum um, realm and like it's supposed to be this, you know, 
the characters in there were lame, it, the forgettable, like the quantum whole. I don't know, man. Kang, yeah, no, Kang was nobody seriously the of, best part of it. Kang was definitely the best part of the movie. Jonathan Majors crushed it. But the quantum people, like, like, how do you feel about the quantum people? Forgettable, bland. Right. Also, this it felt like nobody died. Why did not a single character? <laughs> Great point, too. The only person who died was the person who literally doesn't have a face. <laughs> yeah. And of course, let's not forget Modoc the Avenger. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, Modoc the Avenger, Dad. <laughs> Modoc was whack. All of it, dude. It just felt yeah, like Rick Modoc and Modoc was whack. I didn't too, realize yeah. that the writer was from Rick and Morty. That makes so much fucking yeah. sense. <laughs> The thing is, I like, mean, Jeff Loveness has written a bunch of comics that I like. I don't hate him as a writer, but, it, yeah, it didn't work here. I feel like you do hate the, like, I'm not saying hate. I feel like you, you're on kind of our side, Cody. It doesn't seem like you love the movie. Like, you definitely see its flaws. By no means. It's not getting yeah. a six, I promise you that. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. But can we go back to like, I, I wasn't trying to like even gang up on you, Cody, when you were like saying, well, if you go into the movie, you know, expecting a shitty movie. But hey, I, I almost feel like the way people lame. are defending it is like that. They're like, well, you know, it's it's like another installment in the MCU. It's like, yes, but that's not a good thing. Like it, it, it ha still has to be a movie. Like Ant-Man 1 is still a movie despite being MCU. You know, exactly. even Ant-Man and the Wasp felt more cohesive to me like this. Yeah, this it, just, it felt just wasn't there. Honestly, I feel like this show should have been a Disney Plus series. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would have been better as a series. I felt like they just, like, tried to do too much with not enough time. And in turn, they sacrificed any sort of, like, plot. And uh, they sacrificed any, like, depth to any of the side characters. They sacrificed, like, even though I love the family dynamic... In the beginning, as soon as they got to the quantum realm, they're split up and you lose that. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much immediately. Also, why can't, why like, really like Michael Douglas's character couldn't have sacrificed himself and died? Yeah. Like he's Dude, still yeah. Alive. Why? Like he, if, he still needs to be alive? Yeah. Him <laughs> or Michelle Pfeiffer should have bit, bit it. You know I what I mean? Like 100%. The, if not both. You know what I mean? The like this part to me was... Like in the end, it seemed like I, I, for a second I was like, "Oh, am, am I dying this?" And like, because yeah. Kang was kicking the shit out of him, and then he didn't, and I was like, "Dude, that's such like that's what comic books do is they there's no stakes." Exactly. And I feel like you should be taking more cues from the comics, especially for these kind of moments. And maybe it'll lead to to that. But now I start to doubt it. Um, but like in the comics, like. Uh, Scott Lang Ant-Man, there's a there's like this explosion at Avengers Mansion. It's like, I don't know if you guys ever read Avengers Disassembled, but it kind of like starts it off. And like, you think Scott Lang is dead for all these years, but it turns out he was just probably trapped in the quantum realm or he was he was somewhere, but he comes back. And yeah. he wasn't dead the whole time. I feel like maybe they could have easily left it on a cliffhanger like that to at least give it more stakes. Maybe you think he's dead or or you I were don't pretty think sure Scott so, you know, needed to die, but goddamn, Michael and Michelle could have died. Although I will say yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, it was nice to see her in a role. She's she still, was good. She still she got was it. actually I thought, like I thought her character was pretty cool overall. Yeah, she and was her dynamic with Kang I liked a lot. Yes. Also, dude, the fact that she smashed my man's Bill Murray, aka Crylock. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill Murray, Murray was wasted. Bill you Murray know they didn't do anything. Wasted. Yeah. Why even have him in there? Right? Like, yeah. Why pay somebody that much money? You know what you could have done with that money? Hired better writers. Ooh. Get him. Get him, Cody Feige. Get him. 
Okay, so wait, I want to say this before I forget this. I, uh, dude, so I sat through the entire, I mean, you know, obviously to see the the, the, the last teaser, mm-hmm. but I was looking at the VFX like artists and um, just, hey, there's like so many of them. And dude, like all of them had like Indian sounding names. So I asked my buddies, I was like, hey, do studios outsource like VFX work? And they're like, yeah, like they're starting to do it like more and more. Mm. And uh, so I just thought that was like something I was I was like, oh, you know what? They, they get accused of like not paying their people shit. And then like they also outsource VFX effects into a team in another country. Yeah. To pay them even less. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah. That's insane. That's fucked. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Like, my buddy was telling me, he was like, they'll outsource for, like, what one VFX artist here can do. You can have, like, a team of 20 work on it for cheaper. Mm. That's so fucked, man. Disney is fucked. It really is. For sure. And that's why, like, I hated the... I hate any time Disney is, like, uh, like, how Cassie had, like, you know, anti-homeless stance and oh, stuff Cassie like that. Was the huge, the biggest <laughs> SJW ever. She's like, "No, I'm going to use my Ant-Man powers to fight segregation." It's like, oh, shut up, Cassie. Yeah, yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, then you have the company, but this that this behind the studio outsourcing and like ripping people off and uh, not paying people appropriately. You know what I mean? It's so yeah, Disney doesn't practice what they preach. Yeah, it's yeah. so okay. shitty. Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, look at all the homeless people here. And yeah. it's like, your studio is in Los Angeles where there's a ton of homeless people. <laughs> yeah, you're outsourcing because you don't want to hire a And you're now outsourcing your yeah. art to other countries. Like, that's... Shut the fuck up, Disney and Cassie, you lame bitch. I hated Cassie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, guys. I think Anyone who says they like Cassie is straight cabins. So, I didn't hate Cassie. I didn't hate her, but she, I thought she was also just like. I didn't like, say hate her. I said anyone who says they liked her was happened because she was lame. Like, I feel like she needed, like, I, I thought, like, for instance, if we're getting the Young Avengers once again, it's <sighs> it's got to be the Young Avengers. Um, Like, Haley Seinfeld was really, really good as Kate Bishop. Like, she had a lot of personality. Like, she brought the character to life. I felt like with Cassie, anyone could have played Cassie. Like, I felt like it, the actress that played Cassie in Endgame would have done a better job. You get what I'm saying? Like, they changed the actress, like, three times. The other actress the, was more recognizable and, I guess, a little older. The girl in Endgame is uh, one of the Russo brothers' daughters. Oh, shit. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Nepo baby. <laughs> I thought it was another actress. Oh yeah, Nepo baby. There we go. So maybe that's why they replaced <laughs> Hard her. Hard Nepo baby. I mean, dude, what are you talking about? One of the Rooster Brothers is literally in Endgame in the Captain America therapy scene. Yeah. No, I think one of the Russo Brothers kids was Hawkeye's ki- Hawkeye's. Oh, that's uh, what kids. I meant. Hawkeye's. That's yeah, Hawkeye's no. Daughter. There was a Sorry. there was a more well known not not like she's super popular, but I recognize the actress that plays her, played her in Endgame. But I wanted to go back to something you said also about like Disney and like the kind of things they talk about. There's a line where Michael Douglas is like talking about the ants and he mentioned socialism. Yeah. It's such like a weird line for them to have included, but it, it, they never build on it or anything. But I turned to Emily as soon as he said that, I was like, the ants are commies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was one redeeming part about the movie. We got some commies <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah. 
And like the ants, the ants played, like, I like how they did play a part in like Kang's defeat. Like they kind of mummy him. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, the way yeah, the mummy course. is defeated. <laughs> like yeah. that's how they get him. I just thought it was stupid. Like I was like, dude, Kang, this fucking time conqueror can just beat a bunch of <laughs> super and like, how- Cody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Man, fuck you. I'm dying. <laughs> And then he takes another hit. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought the ants, honestly. I, I would have liked it better if it was Ant-Man and, and Hank Pym was like, <laughs> am I late? <laughs> <laughs> like some, shut up, Hank Pym. They didn't give Michael Douglas anything to do either, so. Yeah, fuck Michael Douglas. Also, I wanted to say that uh, how many damn times were they going to do the whole, use the whole deus ex machina trope you know what i mean like the oh my god everything we're about to lose but here comes a new group of people to save the day you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah we've seen that a lot but i mean like so we talked about how at the end of black panther there doesn't need to be a huge war at the end of every marvel movie Yeah, every marvel movie has a huge war yep it's never gonna it happened again (laughs) yeah um but not only that but like at first it was just Scott and Cassie and like the few people and then all of the locals, Scott, one of the quantum people started showing up to help fight. And you're like, oh, we're going to do it. And then Kang's forces start to turn the tide and overcome them again. And things start to look kind of bad. And then all of a sudden, oh, here comes the ants. Like how many times do you need that in one movie? You know, it was a lot. Every time Feige needs it. He needs that scene. <laughs> yeah. He's like, add it. Add that scene. It's the only way he can come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, he jerks off when he watches them. <laughs> Every time at the end of a Marvel movie when an, when an <laughs> army joins the heroes, all you hear behind the scenes is... <laughs> uh, it would have been funny if you would have nailed it, Anthony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was whack. Yeah, it was. Like, there were some cool things about it. Like, I don't know. I thought Kang's costume was really sick. And Kang was incredible. Yeah. There, I had no complaints in regards to Kang. Yeah, Jonathan Majors, bring him on. You know, we, we obviously are going to get way more of him. Yeah. He, he's going to be probably in every project, like mostly every project going forward if we have a, all those Kangs. Yeah. And, and different ones every time, you know? Like, it's not the same one. That's so dude, cool. So, wait. So, in, in I just want to jump to one of the post credit scenes. Go for it. Where you see all the Kangs. You see King Tut Kang. And, Rama Tut. And Frederick Douglas Kang. And, yeah. <laughs> Frederick Douglas Kang. And, oh, and the low-key. <laughs> you know, low key <laughs> oh. oh come on you guys know he looked like Frederick Douglass no he that did. was yeah, hilarious <laughs> but uh anyways fucking was that supposed to be battle world no that's just like th- that's that's probably wh- where Mortis is is limbo it's like outside of space and time like who's Mortis so okay so the three dudes we see at the end the pharaoh looking dude is Ramatut the Fu Manchu one yeah Fu Manchu king no it's it's a, he's a he's a pharaoh no, there's the pharaoh. And then oh, the- Immortus. Immortus. That's oh, yeah, Immortus. That yeah. So Immortus is the oldest king. Like he's king at the end of the timeline. Not the very end. We know the very end king is the dude in Loki. And we saw him die. Sylvie kills him. So that's the yeah. very, very end king. So somehow he goes back to him. But anyway, so we saw Immortus, Ramatut. And then the other dude, I think, is the Scarlet Centurion, which is like 
Kang almost like a hero, like that joins the Avengers sometimes. It could be Kang's son sometimes, like, but it's just like a futuristic space Kang. And obviously we see the Council of Kangs, which is just like every multiversal variant of Kang. There's a ton of them. So we know there's going to be a shit ton of them out there. The Wu Kang clan. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but that, that scene was, that scene was cool when it like panned away and you were just seeing like the Kangs losing it. And they're in like, the Kang, Kang. Okay, they're all like screaming their names and shit. Yeah. And that's actually a panel you see, like, you see, you know how at the very last scene of that, there's like a king that's like more alien looking. Like, yeah. It's a panel ripped straight from the comic. It's so cool. Um, cool. Avengers Forever, it's a really cool thing where. Kang is kind of teaming up with the Avengers to take down Amortis and other Kangs. Like, we know what's coming down the line, right? Like, there's going to be all these Kangs, and sometimes Kang is going to help the Avengers. Sometimes it's going to be an enemy, but he's it's always going to be about Kang, you know? Like, they're going to have a war with the Kangs, which I'm sure is going to be awesome, but... The Kang Dynasty is probably where it'll unfold. Exactly. Exactly. So, Dang. so yes, the future looks cool, but but, like, that's what this movie felt like. It was like... Uh, just a setup for that. That's yeah. all. That's my takeaway from it. And that's not a movie. It's just like you could do better than that. Yeah, it felt like it felt like a bridge, not exactly. a movie. You know what I mean? Mm. Good, good way to describe it. Because it was. That's that's exactly what it was. It's like how long was the movie? Two hours plus. Like it was a two hour plus bridge. It was two hours too long. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's the worst movie in phase. I wouldn't say it's the worst movie in phase four at all. It's not in phase four. It's phase five, bro. Well, it's the only movie in phase five. I know, so could, but I'm saying I'm just comparing it to like other recent Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's not. But like I when me and Jake were talking about it and I think the way I've, I've thought about it in my head is like four Dark World and this movie are kind of like on the same level in my mind. Oh, I definitely like this more than Dark World based on Kang alone. I do like this more than Dark World as well. Yeah, maybe just, yeah, okay, that's, but not that much more. Oh, oh, Dark World? I'm sorry. No, I like Dark World better than this. No. I thought you said Love and Thunder. I think Love and Thunder is a horrendous (laughs) piece of shit. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Yeah, Love and Thunder was trash. Oh, not did I, I like Dark World better than this for sure. Kang, think on Cat. I feel like Kang is way cooler than anything in Dark World. Dude, I'm way cooler than anything in Dark World. That's that. I'll give you that. So I'm on Cody's side for this one, actually. No one else ruined the movie for me though, and and this was this this is I like to I call these examples. I think of them in my head of when Cody saw the Batman and he had diarrhea. It's that <laughs> kind of thing that affects that affects the movie. Okay. And so there was a guy sitting directly behind me by himself that, and every single joke, every single joke, it, it, like even if it was like kind of a joke, he started to laugh like this. No exaggeration. every single joke i'm not exaggerating that like it was like anti-cody laugh so like there were moments where i'm like yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna laugh i'm that was i couldn't he like it like sucked it out of my body it was like no you don't laugh that guy has the laugh and it sucks and it's not funny like it made it less funny you know so like maybe i'm judging it more harshly because that guy ruined everything for me no because Um, but even like something about marvel fans and how awful they are yeah like it kind (laughs) of made me realize like damn is that how i feel is that like my subconscious inside is that how it's reacting it's like no it's not not with this movie that's how you sound to other people 
No. <laughs> this dude was audibly like whenever there was like a reveal or like even when like Ant-Man got bigger, he'd be like, <gasps> like what, dude? They calm down. Like this is like Marvel movie number like 57. Like you've seen all of them. Like because he was whispering to himself like when Amortis came on, on screen, he was like, Immortus. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> like he was God. one of those guys. Jesus. That's insane. So, I know. It really pissed me off. He sounds like the comic book shop owner in Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been better. Like, Because then he would have been like, this is lame. I do not like this movie. This is not lore accurate. <laughs> Quantum Mania, it was not. It was issue 137, Kang's Revenge. <laughs> 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 uh, but you yeah. guys get what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. you go enjoy every movie at Marvel makes by any means, but like, not near me. Like, if you're gonna enjoy it that much, go to a different movie theater. You know, like, I need some space when when I'm watching shit, Damn. which this was. Um, dude. Also, I'm not gonna lie, and Anthony, you and I talked about this, but this movie, I probably would actually like like it more if fucking Michael Pena. And yes, and even his whole thief yes. crew were still in the movie. Like, why was my yes, why wasn't there the hilarious right. scene of him, him recapping events? Like, that would be hilarious. Dude, honestly, I would have right loved it. it. Yeah, it, it, it would have given it another Joe Pesci to me, possibly. It's, yeah, and instead yeah. it took it away. Instead, it took one away instantly. Exactly, it took took one away. Like the the big. The beginning scene, Michael Pena could have narrated that instead of Paul Rudd talking about his fucking book. It should have been Michael Pena. Also, Michael Pena should have been the audio book, dude. I'm sorry, yeah, Cody. But no. yeah, there's just so many ways you could have fit him in. I fuck agree. fuck you, Marvel. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> also, they could have, um, I think because it, the whole movie took place in the quantum realm, they lost out on the visual gag of Ant-Man like, fighting in a small you know what i mean like the size mm. wasn't really a factor you know what i mean yeah i get what you're saying yeah that's a good point also like you could have brought those guys into the quantum realm like i guess they're okay so the one quantum dude i like but i can't remember his name what was like the goo guy that wanted a hole goop master <laughs> yeah and that goop master, <laughs> goop master and that was uh jake you were telling me he was voiced by uh polka dot yeah, man polka david dot uh man. dash mountain and he, nice. he was great in the other ant-mans and he was completely different character here but Ew. see like just including him a little bit improved it you know like you you felt it yeah i didn't care for the quantum chick whatever her name was quantum warrior woman oh you can't remember the quantum woman's name jake <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> dude, dude, I can't. Uh, she's basically just Ant Man's no whoever the name, uh, Ant Man's, what's Tessa's, what's her name's? Valkyrie. He's Ant Man's Valkyrie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how it felt. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did have a very like Ragnarok vibe, but in a bad way that didn't work. For sure. Like, in like the <laughs> worst way possible. You didn't have Korg. Yeah, Fuck, man. Just, thinking about this movie keeps making me mad. Like, guys, Marvel fans, like, I'm a, out of the three of us, you guys could say I I love the MCU more, agree. right? Like, I, I I'll be more yeah. biased to it. Like, that's there's no reason as an MCU fan to like suck Kevin Feige's dick and balls so far. Like, to, like just because it's an MCU movie, you don't need to do it, guys. Like, you don't need to. Like, we could hate shit when it comes out. Like. If you like this movie, cool. But like, there's you don't need to like it just because it's an MCU movie. Like, I'm saying this as the biggest, you know. Like, I want the MCU to do good, right? Like, I, but like, 
it's been not doing good lately. And this is like bad. Like this is like a bad sign for me. I would argue that like with it's, you know, it's doing a line. It's not like a straight line. There's been a couple good points, but I I would argue that the MCU has been on a steady decline since infinity war. I mean, yeah. not even, and, and I feel like Endgame was a step down from infinity war. And then I just feel like Infinity War is honestly pretty much a lot better than Endgame. Yeah. Oh, agreed. and I feel like since then it's just been like getting progressively worse with, uh, you know, there's been some high points. Like I loved, I loved Dr. Strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Dr. Strange. Yeah. Dr. Strange. The Captain America movies have been better since winter soldier, winter soldier, civil war. were good. But we're talking about like post endgame, oh, yeah, like yeah, it's just been on a steady decline. True. So yeah, but but I but there's still good stuff. I think movie wise is definitely the bigger decline. Like I think like TV, there's there's enough hits that I'm like, yeah, you don't need to do as many shows. But I like certain characters, like I like Hawkeye. Like I just didn't expect to like it so much. Miss Marvel, like those shows were great, were good. But then Loki was great. WandaVision was great. Like I really like those shows, which also shows a decline started off the show started off really quick and by the end we got fucking moon night you know yeah for sure for sure but but all all that to say kevin feige needs to like streamline it better like obviously we know we're going to kang and it's going to be the kang dynasty right it's avengers kang dynasty um mm -hmm. also written by jeff loveness who wrote this movie so oh that's scary <laughs> yeah that is it's weird like we it's too many like, it's not cohesive right now. Like, we should have had by this point, like, some sort of team up with these characters we've been introduced or something, you know? Like, maybe not Avengers directly, but something where they could at least start to meet and we get, like, I don't know, something. Dude, I also want to say that the pacing of this movie was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. That's why. That's like, like, it was, it was like it a. It was choppy. It felt very choppy. Like we were in choppy waters. It was just like I said, it was a bridge. You know what I mean? Like, like it didn't even feel like it was. No, but yeah, no, that was perfect. Um, no, it was, it is literally, it felt like a bridge, man. It didn't even feel like it was, it ran like something that was supposed to connect things, not like a movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One way I did like how it connected, though, um, and I just like the dynamic, like I said before, of Kang and um, Janet and um, them working together to get out of there, I thought was purposely very reminiscent of Tony Stark working to build the arc reactor to get out of the cave. Mm. It's kind of like the mirror version of that. Which I thought was cool. I think that's a cool detail and you need more of that to make the MCU like feel more connected, but also like have more weight. Like I didn't feel anything watching this movie. You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to feel something like yeah. people should have died. I agree. Yeah. Something it, like you said, it didn't have stakes. It just kill, them. kill somebody, somebody dying. And at this point also, there's just so many characters. Dude, why is Michael Douglas still around? <laughs> Yeah, like not even in the movie, but like in real life. How is he not? Exactly. <laughs> 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 no, I got I got a shout out. Shout out to Michael Douglas. I'm a big fan. Okay, first off, I'm not gonna lie. Michael Douglas is pretty cool. But yeah, I'm down for him to die. Also, <laughs> I once I used to work at a plant nursery, like 
in Bedford, New York. Mm, I remember. And Michael Douglas came in. He asked me for help trying to find some shit. So that was cool. Oh, shit. And also, Michael Douglas got fucking throat cancer literally from eating too much puss. So, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he got HPV, HPV. which, <laughs> which <laughs> is kind of the same dude. thing. Yeah, dude. He was going down on Catherine Zeta-Jones so much. <laughs> that's what i thought as a kid like when i heard that when i first heard that when i was younger like a teenager i was like wow but no it's he just got like a disease that <laughs> ravaged him i guess from eating puss it's all the friction but he got it from doing something really cool that you should all do guys and girls anybody exactly. do it <laughs> if you're gonna get hpv and throat cancer yeah there's only one way dude i would go down on michelle pfeiffer yeah she looked well, great for her age. She did. Do you think James Gunn would let Michael Keaton Batman do that? To <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Actually. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> James Gunn, if you're listening. Yeah. Ant-Man. I don't know. It just wasn't bussing. Totally not. Not yeah. bussing. Not bussing at all. There was no Riz in it. You know, there was no Riz. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty whack. There were a couple, like, like I said, there were a couple things to like about it, but. Yeah, there was some cool shit. Like, I'm honestly always a huge fan of when it becomes giant, man. I just do like the little kid. Yeah, music. it looks cool. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, that was like, awesome. I like when I it becomes did. big. Like, I'm a sucker for that shit. Like I said, that guy in the seat is us. It's our subconscious. Oh, it's, he's no. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little comic book gremlin that lives in all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> Dude. Two hours of that. It drives a man insane, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> See, Cody's life, if that was two hours, I could deal with it. It's great. It's amazing. Not this guy. I feel like two hours would be too much. Still two hours of Cody's laugh is like decades in the quantum realm. It like ages you. Yeah. That was another thing. It didn't seem like any. It didn't seem like any time passed. I agree. That was another thing. Why did time not get fucked up for them? Like how when what's his name goes into the quantum realm? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. does, doesn't like he say it, he's in like, between? Oh, I was only in it for two days, but it had been like seven years, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. During the blip, that's how he's protected from the blip. Yeah. And then like, but for this movie, none of that applied. What? Like, come on, man. I'm, I'm catching the holes in the in the flood the flaws in the Marvel logic. So I'm saying it it honestly feels like I think I think that's the problem. Like it's just not together and they're like that's this is what I'm saying. Like it's I agree with you. It's not cohesive. Kevin Feige had it, had it. He had it in the first Avengers movies, the first three phases. He fucking had it. It was tight. Like maybe at first it wasn't, but you could tell it was building to Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War. Like it, we could see it throughout the movies and the movies were still by themselves so good. Like you're going to tell me winter soldier. Like I, we all, of course that's our favorite MCU movie. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so good, but it's so good as just a movie and tons of them. I think Iron Man three is also a good example of that where it's just like, you know, like we're James Gunn's guardians of the galaxy. Same thing, right? Like guardians of the galaxy three is coming out, right? Great example. Great example where it's a third movie. This was a third movie, right? Yeah. That movie, even by the trailer, I could tell has a cohesive story. Like, it has emotional stakes already. I know people are going to die. Like, so if this is the third Ant-Man movie and, and that's the quality, like, you can't, 
you can't compare. I don't think like you just you know what I mean. Like Guardians three, granted, it's not out yet, but who has the worst trill- MCU trilogy? Ooh, good question. Thor. I'd say Thor. Thor. Yeah. Thor has the worst Thor. trilogy. Easily. <laughs> yep. Um, but dude, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I I think I'm very much over getting hyped for any Marvel movie from here on out until I walk into that theater that day and watch it. Because I was super mm. hyped for this just from yeah, the trailers and for everything. This. I was like, oh, well, cool. And then I kind of feel like a douchebag. <laughs> like, I honestly, I feel like, like oh, haha, you fucking loser. Like, that shit didn't live up to any of my hype. You got feige Yeah, dude. I got feige yeah. in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, a lot of people said they liked it because it felt like really, like, it felt like a comic book movie, which I could see what they're saying when they do that, you know, because it it's like, you got MODOK, you got Kang, you got, you got, but Wait. it wasn't, it, that's not enough. It's just not what, it, it, so what? Like, we've had a million comic book movies, like, that's not enough anymore, you know? Like, and for the beginning of a phase, it was so like, you know, like. We have spent a surprisingly fuck. small amount of time roasting MODOK, you guys. Oh yeah, we haven't really talked about Modok too much. Modok was lame. Like even just like at first, I the CGI of his compressed giant head was just like, like what? Dumb. Yeah. Do anything better than that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I people are saying he's supposed to be dumb. No, no. But there's good dumb and bad dumb. Like that was just like bad CGI dumb. It's also just like. Why are the VFX getting worse as time goes on with Marvel movies? Yeah. You like, gave us why, the answer before. I know. Like, you're right. Actually, but, but that's what I'm saying is like, dude, like even I'm talking about like even some of the early, like why are the first phase movies look better than like this is that's terrible, man. This is straight booty. That's a great point. Iron Man and Iron Man 1 looks better than in Endgame. Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 looks way better than shit we've seen in a while. Yeah. And everyone has the CGI suit up nano So that's thing, what I don't that, like. Which is, I, get rid of it. I, we hate dude, it. You know what also took me out of like enjoying this movie was that specifically, but how often it happens. So, especially towards the end, I just start to like, like almost like a tick, like clock it. So Kang, <laughs> Kang looked the coolest when he was in his full makeup. Like bl- yes, blue. Yes, he could do that. He's the only one that yeah, should do that. blue helmet. And all that shit. And man, he kept taking it off. Like whenever it was a serious talk mid-battle between him and Ant-Man, they both took off their helmets. It's like, dude, I fucking hate that. I fucking hate seeing yeah. superheroes with their masks off. I hate seeing uh, like the villains. Like, now keep his comic book accurate costume. That's what I like is seeing them fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I get what you're saying. For sure. And it's like, dude, because it kept like doing the Black Panther, like, it happened like 20 times in the last thing. I was like, dude, keep the fucking mask on. I want to see Kang in his dank ass blue looking helmet shit. Yeah. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Because the Kang design is cool that we could all agree with. Yeah. Like Marvel is like doing really good with giving us sick costumes, which I am a huge like fan of because, you know, they're superheroes. A lot of the time we, we like them because of how they look and. But then it's like, yeah, I don't know. They just, they give me this hype. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then they just take it away from me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it was, Marvel is just on a streak of disappointment. <sighs> yeah. That's why I was trying to bring up Guardians 3. Like, I could still have hype for that because James Gunn has been on fire. And like, I he's, I still like, I don't feel like it's a Taika Waititi situation where you give him too much creative control and he does something stupid. Like, you give him too much creative control, he makes Peacemaker, you know, one summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I trust in him as like a, a creative person. Like, I think he's going to do a good job. Like, 
You know, it's hard to say he's going to make a hit for every DC movie. He's obviously not involved with every single one. But I just think, like, he's going to go off on a high note. And, like, just from the trailers, what I'm saying, like, it just felt like there's enough in there for me to be like, I'm there for that, you know? It doesn't even need to be part of the MCU for me to like that. You got the Adam Warlock shit that might make it feel more like that, I think, because from the trailers, it, I don't know. It seems like, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Ant-Man just wasn't doing it for me. And it just, I, I'm hyped for like Kang going forward, but if that's all you wanted to do, then you win Kevin Feige. Like, yes, I do care about Kang and I want to see more Kang, but it felt like a Kang commercial more than, more a than Kang anything. A Kang commercial. A Kang commercial. I thought the post-credit scenes were honestly better than the whole movie. I agree. I feel like that. <laughs> and I, I just want to say, if people don't die in Guardians 3, I'm never watching a Marvel movie again. <laughs> Whoa. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Kill your characters. Yeah. Give At least just give them stakes. If there's an action movie and you have an ensemble cast, kill some motherfuckers, you know? What's up with the yeah. part in the trailer? Because Guardians, because they played before MIA, man. And like, there's like that little scene where like Star Lord is attracted to Nebula. I was like, what? why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Marvel. Uh, it's it's time for my DC boys to shine. Hopefully, no, nothing. This child's play that they call Marvel. <laughs> yeah dude marvel's been stinking it's like the universe can't have yeah the universe won't allow both to be good at the same time it's like no yeah it must switch always it's like dc you expect to stink at this point so it really doesn't disappoint you as much mm. what do you guys think of the flash trailer oh yeah let's talk about that we haven't even talked about oh that. yeah we didn't talk about the flash trailer I forgot about that. you mean the batman trailer yeah <laughs> uh, I thought there were some things that I liked, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be the worst. It's not going to be great, but it's not going to be the worst. Uh, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I triggered Jake when I said that Michael Keaton Batman didn't give me nostalgia. <laughs> it just triggered me to see how young you are that you would choose Val Kilmer and George Clooney over. No, I never said that. I never said those you words. Said I, would I just said Mike the Schumacher era. Villains, the villains, I said. So I'm thinking like, uh, I'd rather, I think I would get a bigger, like I would get a bigger pop if it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. You know what I mean? Like that's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Jack Nicholson played fucking the Joker. Yes. No, I'd rather any villain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I think I have all the Batmans though. And this doesn't even matter. Like Kevin Conroy is the one that like gives me the Batman nostalgia. Like I hear his voice and I'm like, Batman. Yes. You know, like, yeah. so like Michael Keaton just never was that for me. I don't hate him. I'm just saying he just wasn't my Batman. I grew, I grew up very like heavily on the Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Batman. Nice, nice. Like that and Batman Returns are my two. Like those are quintessential Batman movies for me. Batman Returns, yes, I watched way more than the original Batman. See, I didn't. I, I've watched them a lot, but I love uh, the first one. Dude, the first one is sick. It's Prince did the soundtrack for it. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's like a fact. Fucking yes, yeah. But Seal did Batman Forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Seal. Dude, that Batman. song bangs. Yeah. That song is a banger. Yeah, but you guys aren't putting Prince above Seal. Damn. No, but that song is what no. like, gives me nostalgia. Like, I saw Batman Forever in theaters. <laughs> I love Prince, but Kiss from a Rose is, like, one of the best songs ever. Tell him, Cody. That was the movie featured in Batman Forever? 
The music, yeah. That was a song, yeah. Really? Wait, Cody, you you haven't said like where's your what's your stance on Keaton Batman and all this? Oh, I love Keaton Batman. I would say he's probably live action. Maybe my fate. I don't know. I like Robert Pattinson a lot. I did too. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, you know, it's not like I'm picking George Clooney or Val Kilmer over Michael. Keaton. I just think like, dude, the the Michael Keaton like Batman for me. I watched it very young because my siblings are older than me because it came out in 1989. I was born in 80. Yeah. So I saw it by the time I was at least six or seven. Yeah. And that shit was like, I also had toys of Batman, Michael Keaton, like from that one. Yeah. With the bright yellow utility belt. Hell yeah, dude. Bright yellow, all black. <laughs> yeah. Dude, also, I'm not going to lie. That Batmobile is my favorite Batmobile. I had that one. I had that I one had too. That in one fact, for a I long bet time. if I look at my basement in New York, it's probably still there. Nice. But I yeah, that one's that's my favorite Batmobile, period. That's yeah. very cool. It is the best Batmobile. Yeah, honestly. That shit's sick. Oh, I actually also had the animated series Batmobile, which is like very like old fashioned. Which is based off of like that. The animated yeah. series itself is based off of the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It uses the John Williams theme as the opening song, so yeah. Yes, and it uh, it, it it also it took the whole aesthetic that Burton had, where like everyone's kind of in like zoot suits, and you know yeah, what I mean. Oh, like exactly, yeah. dude, that movie, like yeah, before he becomes like Joker, Jack Nicholson's gangster character is straight up wearing like fedoras and like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> We're doing gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> but in that movie, if you like go back and watch it, Batman Loki is killing people for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I, it's crazy that Ezra Miller is still part of the DCU. And yeah, what? How do they? It's crazy that they're letting this movie come out. How is he not in prison? Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, they must have really good lawyers. So yeah, the Flash trailer. I thought it looked cool. I mean, hopefully there's like, like it looked cool with to see uh, what's his name, Michael Shannon back as Zod. Yeah, yeah, like the Snyderverse is still alive. The Snyderverse like, is still alive. <laughs> yeah, dude. But it seems like the movie's going to be like about reverse Flash. Like, there's no way the other Ezra Miller is not reverse Flash. They were they had yellow. He had yellow. You know, I, like I saw that when he grabs the him, color scheme. When he grabs him outside the house, the kid is wearing a lot of yellow. Yeah, and people were saying like, you know, like it happened so fast. Like you see flashes, m- multiple flashes, either two or three. So there's obviously like you know yeah. a Flash fighting another Flash. And he even says the line, "You stole my face," and that's something Reverse Flash could do. I think, like, you know, disguise himself or like, and he looks like Barry Allen. It's me, Barry. Ha <laughs> ha, the Reverse Flash. Yeah, it was me all along. They definitely do it in the CW show. That dude, like, for what it's worth, like the CW show isn't like high caliber or anything. I've watched like the first few seasons, and there were some great episodes. But like, that dude deserves to get make a cameo in this movie because he played the Flash for like nine fucking seasons. Grant Gustin? Like, Grant Gustin deserves some, put some respect on his name, bro. Grant Gustin, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They even had a scene in the Flash show where he meets Ezra Miller's Flash. So I wonder if they're going to include that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm not going to lie. I used to fuck heavy with like the first three seasons of the Flash. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And it was cheesy, but it was pretty good. Yeah. But then it got too much, and I was like... Like, when they do Reverse Flash, I thought that was really good. Or Zoom, when they do Zoom. Dude, like, there's some cool parts when he fights Gorilla Grodd, and I was like, oh, that's sick. Yes, Gorilla yeah, Grodd. Gorilla Grodd's cool, the Flash. The CW gets so crazy that they do, like, Legends of Tomorrow, and there's a Legends of Tomorrow episode where they go back in time, and Gorilla Grodd attacks Obama in his dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so funny. Gorilla like the, that, just because attacks Obama. <laughs> In his in dorm college. room, yeah. In his dorm college, room, yeah. Obama. Obama. <laughs> oh, oh shit! That's so silly. <laughs> Obama versus Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on Obama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just calling a drone strike. Boom. Yeah, I was about to say. This yeah. Works, it works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about the Flash uh, trailer made me think about what did you guys think of the mini Ant Man scene when there was like a million Paul Rudds? I did like the Baskin Robbins Ant Man. Yeah, like that. That cracked me up. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought the whole thing. I liked that scene. I did like that. that was scene, a good scene. Honest, yeah, yeah, it was. I wish I, I I wanted to like it more. Well, I feel like it's another I like you more, Anthony. <laughs> but I feel like it, well, going back to Cody, this is Cody's birthing this opinion is what I'm Cody, saying shit. because Cody said that Marvel likes to repeat things and they like to do at the end there's a battle and you know these other people are joining them. Like well, I feel like we've seen in a lot of Marvel movies multiplication of a character, you know? Yeah. Like, this isn't the first time we've seen many. We've seen many Spider-Men. We've seen many Doctor Strange. Are we getting you know, sick like, of it? Is it too many? You know I mean? I'm not getting sick of it, but I'm not, like, wowed by it. I'm just like, oh, there's a lot yeah. of them. You know, like, it was a cool... If anything, it was a good... One of the good emotional moments where he gets to, like, you know, and then Wasp saves him after, like, you know, he's in the... he. They make a Tower of Ant-Man. Like, that... I like the idea of it, but... I don't know. I, I, it's like my my mind won't let me like this movie, give it any more credit than I am giving it. Also, I feel like that man really <laughs> hampered he your it. movie experience. He really did. Like he wasn't. Listen, I'm again. I'm not going to be like. Don't, don't blame it on that man. I'm not exactly. I'm, this is what I'm saying. I'm not going to blame it on that guy because I I, I was I, like I literally I think there's a scene. No, it's funny. I skipped. I just got up and decided to get popcorn. I like casually strolled at some point in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, but when I got home and I went on YouTube, the first fucking recommended video was the scene I missed. Like oh, nice. they just had just uploaded. It's like with the broccoli guy. Oh yeah, broccoli. Oh. <laughs> so like. I don't know how it knew that I missed it, but I was like, all right, see, the universe is like, fuck this movie. The Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati's following me. Also, that broccoli, dude, everything, it just felt like a, the most expensive episode of Rick and Morty. Like, straight up. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <sighs> it didn't, the, it wasn't alive. Like, and, and it's really hard to watch Avatar 2 and then a movie like this and be like, you can't, you, I'm not giving you a pass. I just saw what James Cameron did. Like, no, get out of here. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Now that, like, we have literally seen what, like, CGI can do, why can't we strive to have, like, the don't we deserve good quality if I'm going to pay 20 bucks for a ticket? Like, And granted, you know, it's a completely different, like, production where Avatar 2 was being made for, like, years. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it, it was one movie, like, is, is Avatar is making money right now. It's now the number one third grossest movie of all time, like... James Cameron knows how to make those hits. Right. Imagine every MCU or DCU movie was exactly. that caliber, and it wasn't it not as many, but yeah, I agree there. Th that's yeah. what I mean. It's like James Cameron did with one movie what like Marvel has to keep churning out on a yearly basis. And the thing is, and the mm. thing is, uh, mm. <laughs> and the thing is, James Cameron's movie, it's not like it's like 
the smartest movie no, 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 or it's like very deep <laughs> or anything like but that, that but it's compelling and you fuck. yeah it's yeah, compelling it's and uh, and it's well thought out and it's it's got funny moments but it isn't stupid funny the entire way through and you know what i mean like like none of it's got marvel characters have become such a caricature of themselves they that they don't even like they don't sound like people talking right you know what i mean like like guess what the conversations people were having in avatar felt like real conversations you know what i mean yeah. the marvel scripts feel <laughs> ridiculous yeah. It's like, no, Dad, I just got arrested because I killed a few cops. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I know. Like, he's like, oh, you, what? You shrunk their car while they were in it? And, like, they got compressed into Like, what? You guys are just allowed to do this shit? This is crazy. It's got my power. I'm almost down for Kang to come and destroy this universe now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Thanos was right. That a lot of wanton damage in this one. <laughs> that's a call forward people are like oh wanton man, damage what does that mean yeah. Why are they i'm like kang right now i'm jumping through the different oh, podcast timelines <laughs> <laughs> destroyed a million podcasts <laughs> dude <laughs> But yeah, it just. But see, also, King himself doesn't have like the the gravity of Thanos. No, no. Like Jonathan Majors, great actor, great. but like King is not Thanos. So far, no villain is Thanos. Like, right? I'm not gonna lie, Josh Brolin and the way Thanos looked was just it was sick, man. And the way they like dropped him, you know, this is different. Obviously, King we know since Loki is gonna be the dude. Yeah. He obviously, but the thing is like. How, he's not going to play into everything, right? He's not playing into Kingpin, whatever's going on with him and Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like, I'm way more interested in that, to be honest. Like, I want to see what's happening with the street level stuff and kind of those side stories. Dude, I'm kind of, yeah. I, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of like, we, we talk about this a lot, but not only just street level. I don't, like, I'm, I'm kind of down with like the whole, like, oh my God, the entire Marvel universe is connected. It's like, really? Can we just watch a contained film about certain characters? Yeah. Even if it was a Kang movie, like they could have made it an Ant-Man movie. You know what I mean? But it just wasn't. Agreed. It felt like an Avengers movie that was hollow and empty. Mm. Just like my soul. Dude. Um, <laughs> no, it was a hollow movie. That's a great way to describe the movie. Like the actor, the except for like Michelle Pfeiffer, really, I thought the acting was hollow. Like they didn't have enough to do. Like you had Michael Douglas, you had Paul Rudd, like Evangeline and Lily. nothing was really done. Yeah, with Bill and, Murray. Oh, fuck Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, Bill Murray, especially. Like Evangeline Lilly definitely purposely didn't get shit to do because she's anti vax and Disney yeah. was like, fuck well, that. She also, like, she goes to like, anti-mask rallies and shit yeah no like like so letitia right right like she's she had said things but like she recanted them and she's like she wants to keep her job and she knows she's like she's like i'm not fucking with this where evangeline lily like doubles down like you're saying like she goes to the rallies and shit so disney really doesn't want to fuck with her so <laughs> but it's noticeable in the movie like it's ant-man and wasp but she's not really in it that much i feel like the wasp is more for like michelle pfeiffer wasp you know what i mean like she's barely in the movie Evangeline Lily, which I'm okay. With. I'm okay with. I think she kind of sucks anyway. So like, she was cool as Kate on Lost, but you lose me at anti-vax. Get it? Ha ha ha. 
Sorry if people were expecting us to like this. <laughs> it would all, it, you know what? Be, her being anti-vax almost makes me want to give a Joe Pesci to it. <laughs> <laughs> just because the, the one that Michael just, Pena took just away. Because the movies, are so, dude. Michael Pena is a Scientologist. Like none of these people are. Wow, way to just ruin my night. Jake. You didn't know that? There's a whole documentary on Netflix. No. Uh, just, I didn't know he was a Scientologist. Damn, playing. ain't nobody. There's no black and white when it comes to. Good and evil. Look at me. Probably the best human being technically, but on paper, I'm terrible. <laughs> like I carry yeah. that way around. Yeah. I carry that burden. No, I, uh, yeah, I mean, also, just like once people have so much, like rich people are a different breed, you know? Who Evangeline Lily for being anti vex? Just like people who like movie stars, you know what I mean? I'm just saying movie stars, how they always like tend to like get wrapped up in these crazy, you know what I mean? Like we all, we all act like they're like the, we put them up on these pedestals and they're just like fucking weird ass people. You know what I mean? They're normal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know they're what scumbags you mean. too. They're just talented. Some of them. Talented scumbags. Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are just like. Nepo babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a character called Nepo baby, but. It was like a Modoc analog, and that Nepo stood for oh. something like neurological <laughs> experimental prosthetic, like <laughs> <laughs> parasitic organism, oh, because he's taking away from right. his, his from the t- the, from people who have real talent. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we That's go. Actually kind he of steals sick. the talent yeah. from people. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like, like almost like an, an invincible who plays uh you know the the, the baby is really Rex. Like oh, it's the yeah. fucked up looking thing. It's almost like that. Like yeah. a Modoc floating like ah, Nepo <laughs> so, so not like a giant live Tyler head. A giant oh. live Tyler. No, I mean, in that case I would fuck Nepo baby. If it was <laughs> But what if Nepo baby was a baby? No, it's like an organ it's like an artificial uh-huh. organism designed only for stealing opportunities <laughs> away. Oh, so like baby is also an acronym then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nepo baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like bionic artificial <laughs> Um I don't know what's another B word. Bionic artificial uh <laughs> Business. <laughs> youth. Youth. Business youth. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, so what was yeah. E? <laughs> Did you just say E? Like baby? No, baby. The, no, the no, the E and what was it was uh, neurological, <laughs> neurological experimental, or oh, come exper- up with another E. <laughs> yeah, neurological experiment, uh, experimental, parasitic organism, parasitic <laughs> organism, <laughs> bionic. <laughs> <laughs> Bionic Android. Uh, Android. Bionic Android. <laughs> Business. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Played by Corey Stoll. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a suit the whole time. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. (laughs) Barely took me out. We need to get somebody to make Nepo Baby. Oh, I'm writing that down. Nepo Baby. baby. (laughs) Jake's writing it down even though we're recording it on like seven different microphones. Still, I just need to. (laughs) Jake's writing it down. More <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Neurological experimental, experimental parasitic, parasitic organism. 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 Bionic, bionic artificial. An- <laughs> no, bionic android. Oh, bionic <laughs> Business youth. Artificial, though. Bionic artificial business youth. Yeah, that works. I like bionic that Bionic artificial business youth. <laughs> <laughs> He's there to take opportunities away from talented people. When I was talking to that guy, Matt Spectro, on his podcast, like before we started recording, he's like, I listened to your guys' Daredevil Yellow episode, and I gotta say, I never heard anybody on any podcast laugh so hard about Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I I gotta say. uh, That sounded like you were having a great time. That's hilarious. Well, shit, I love Daredevil. We love Daredevil Yellow, especially when he fights Stevie Wonder playing in a legend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was great. Dude, um, no, what I was going to say, though, is uh, us coming up with Nepo Baby was better than the entire Ant-Man movie. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> I would give that like, six Joe Pesci's. <laughs> uh, Nepo easy, Baby? Easy, easy. Six Joe Pesci. That's an Omega level. Nepo Baby. It's a six, six, six. <laughs> Omega level character in my universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Omega level. Because <laughs> well, we also have Chad Life and Wonton oh, Damage. Oh, what they, you see, that's another Kang moment. People haven't been exposed to those characters yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. We should bleep <laughs> that out. To, <laughs> no, no. You got to listen to next week's episode. Ooh. Incredible Hulk Ground Zero. That's how That's how you find <laughs> out what, what Jake what is referring to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... How many J- JPZs? Yeah. yeah, we're up to the JPZ Nexus. It was more fun to talk about Nepo Baby than it was to talk about this movie. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it really was. Well, I honestly, I haven't decided yet. If you guys want to go first, I'm down. Anthony, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? I want you to go first, but can we take like five seconds? Can I go hit the bong real quick? Oh, okay. I st- Do you mind? No, no, go. Go for it, young thug. But I want to wait to hear hear you talk, though. Wait, what was it? It was bionic artificial business youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> business youth. <laughs> 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 business youth. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Neurological experimental <laughs> parasitic <laughs> organism <laughs> bionic. <laughs> Artificial business. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Oh my god. 
I want to draw this now. Dude, yeah, we need to get somebody. We need to get an artist to create Nepo Baby. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Nepo Baby. Who do you think would win in a fight, Nepo Baby or Modoc? Nepo Baby, obviously. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Nepo Baby also has like resources that others don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like almost like Bruce Wayne level mo- levels of money because they just keep money. taking it from other yeah. work and connections, you know? Yeah, he's a business yeah. youth. He's also a bit, yeah, exactly. he's an artificial business youth. He's a bionic <laughs> business <laughs> youth. Since the day he came online, he's been uploaded with just business like, <laughs> tactics and strategies. He's got side hustles for his side hustles. Exactly. Side hustles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we put like an entire or like business bachelor's degree worth of knowledge in his brain. He has, like a, he has a TikTok channel where he gives people investment <laughs> advice. Exactly. <laughs> hey guys, Nepo baby here. He's got a yacht that he could take out on the weekends. He can like literally hack into the cr- fucking like crypto crypto market. Yeah. Oh God, Nepo baby. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is, is Nepo baby British? <laughs> I, I don't know what he is. I that sounded like, like Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine is the voice of Nepo baby. <laughs> I don't know what Nepo baby's voice would sound like. I feel like he could change it depending on, because there's lots of different Nepo babies. Mm. Yeah, he's he's an artificial. He's artificial. He's, yeah, so he's artificial. He could like change his voice. Just like mm. T two or Terminator in T two, shapeshifter status, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you already know, Nepo baby. Okay, so we're writing that down for powers, shapeshifter abilities. Nepo baby is gonna be unstoppable. Yeah, he's like a tier one villain. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's one of the biggest foes of Poop Dick. Oh shit! Nepo baby versus Poop Dick. Science versus magic. (laughs) (laughs) The age old question. (laughs) See, I'm trying to think like, could 5G, like, what is 5G? What could 5G do against Nepo Baby? Nothing. 5G would lose. (laughs) Dude, so actually. I don't know. I don't. Well, he might lose, but I don't know if he'd lose that easily. You have to remember, five G is <laughs> he's capable of getting into like the G network, whatever the fuck That's it what is. I'm saying, yeah. See, they could infect Nepo Baby ne- circuitry oh, if they fought like on the on the on the G plane or whatever. <laughs> There's no nepotism to rob from five G, right? The G realm. <laughs> he's the G realm. The G realm. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus Christ! I don't know. We need to rate this movie. We we briefly dipped our toes into the Joe Pesci nexus. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, once again, the Nebo Baby's story is a lot cooler than Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Joe Pesci's. I'm gonna give it just because Jonathan Majors. I really like the family dynamic. There were there was stuff I liked about it. I didn't hate it as much as you guys. I don't think, but I, I also I'm not I gonna hate it. Like there's shit that I enjoyed. I almost. I'm also not gonna say that it's. It's not one of the worst MCU movies. It's definitely nowhere near as bad as Wonder Woman 84. Facts. That That is also facts. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> I'm going to give it a straight three. I think that's... Hmm. I think that's fair. I agree. Fuck, what do we give Love and Thunder? Bad. I, I, I wish I knew. Low. Yeah, I think probably like a two or something. Yeah, I think I gave it a two. So if we gave... 
Love and Thunder are two? Shit. I can't give this. Yeah, fuck. I was almost thinking. Wait, what did you say, Jake? You said three? I didn't say yet. Oh. I liked King. Mm. I liked the family dynamic. Paul Rudd is uh, Paul Rudd. I like that. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. (laughs) (laughs) We literally got a lot of him. I would actually even disagree with that. (laughs) True. But it wasn't like a prime Paul Rudd. Like he wasn't, I don't know. He he didn't have his quirkiness. Paul Rudd prime. <laughs> yeah. No. It was just like, prime. he was just like, Cassie, Cassie, no, I'm a good dad. I swear. Oh man, I should have been there. Like that's like his whole thing. This movie it's just, I don't like it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said it, I guess I can't too. Okay. No, so. Yeah. So three. Uh, I'm going to give my rating. All right. So. Remember when I came out of it and you were like, thumbs up or thumbs down? Dude, I really didn't know, to be honest. Because, like, yeah, there were some things I did like, but it was just kind of a letdown. So I, I couldn't, like, just give it one or one down because I feel like it deserves to, like, stay in the middle. Yeah. But also because of everyone's like, ooh, it's a stepping or a bridge. Like, honestly, dude, fuck that. Like, this is such a... We've been wanting more for a while. We haven't got it. I'm going to give it a two. Nice. I, was, I feel I like I want to give it a three, but I think it deserves a two for how much of a letdown it was for me personally. It didn't live up to the hype. Don't believe the hype. Mm. Wait for this movie to come out on Disney Plus before you pay for it and go see it. That's what I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I don't know. For an Ant-Man movie, it was the worst out of the three. I think we could all agree with that. So yes. right away, losing points. Like an Ant-Man and the Wasp wasn't even anything really that I was in love with or, you know, we were all like, oh my God, what a great one. But it was still better than that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I still actually, you know, I kind of like Ant-Man and Wasp, but not as much as Ant-Man 1. I think it's just missing all the elements. Like, again, it's just another MCU installment as opposed to feeling like the third movie of anything, you know? Like Civil War, even though it was full of like, not this, it still had the Bucky and Cap relationship to make it feel like a third Cap movie, you know? It still played into the plot. This just wasn't- While there was the big fight, it was in the middle and the end was a much more intimate, personal one. Exactly. God, I'm so sick Mm. of these wars, man. Yeah, it's just nothing. It's just repetitiveness. Um, I just thought it was really bland. Like, yeah, the only saving grace of this movie is Kang and Michelle Pfeiffer, actually. Kang and Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, John the Majors and Michelle Pfeiffer or Kang and Janet, whatever the fuck you want to, however you want to slice it. Um, They make the movie for me, um, but they're, you know, that's it. It's not the Kang movie and it's not, it's not enough of that anyway. Um, uh, Fuck. I feel like two's really low. And three's too high. Yeah. Um, so so 2.5. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Sorry if you guys liked it. Um, not you guys, whoever's listening. If you liked it uh, and we're bumming you out, uh, Marvel just needs to make better shit and we'll be more hype yeah. about it, I guess. Yeah. But until then. But for sure, be on the lookout for our new Nepo Baby comic. <laughs> That's coming soon. Because that shit's going to make Ant-Man 3 look like fucking... Doo-doo. Superman 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one of Nepo Baby's dirty diapers, you know? Dude, what Ooh, if that was a like move a- of his? <laughs> like he would make like a Nepo dirty diaper and it's like a... It's almost like, it's like a pumpkin like a bomb. Fucking, yeah, like a pumpkin bomb. But I was also picturing like... It, like if it hits you and explodes on you, it uh like you know how Cable has Doo-doo. that robot virus in his arm. 
It's it's like uh, it's almost like poison damage. You know what I mean? It just like seeps. It's the techno organic poop virus. It's, exactly. It's a techno organic poop virus. Or yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Dude. So yeah. Because it's a techno organic poop virus, it can like get into you, and, and Nepo baby can control you. Mm, but, I, but like Cody was saying, if he's Poop Dick's ultimate nemesis, I could see how that could be a clash. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he'll probably have to fight him more as just his like non-Poop Dick self, Terrence Tetson. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh. And outwit Nepo Baby. So be on the lookout for that coming to stores. Near you, <laughs> Terrence Tatson. Tat- that is what actually the- Terrence Tatson. There is well, instead of Billy Batson, I went with Terrence Tatson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this just sounds so made up. <laughs> it's incredibly made up. <laughs> uh, Terrence Tatson. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, okay. So, how many characters Thanks. do you have right now, dude? In my universe, like a lot, bro. And I mean, like I know the biggest. Like, like, if I were to put pen to paper, there would be more pages than people would think. Me and my friend, Spencer, <laughs> I believe it. He's a really sick artist, honestly. Uh, like actually, like really talented artist. Went to art school. Um, dude, we would just get high and come up with like dank storylines of characters that we had. <laughs> Master Gator, Croc Blocker, Croc Blocker, Master Gator, fucking the Bread Skull. <laughs> <laughs> who did you mention in like the first or second episode chimichanga or something um chernobyl changa he's a radioactive chimichanga i also have diarrhea who is a exact clone <laughs> of rihanna but only in diarrhea form <laughs> <laughs> so is she like alex mack can she like turn into a puddle oh, and then like, that's exactly what i was <laughs> Alex Mack it's more of a fusion of Alex Mack Clayface and Rihanna <laughs> in one yeah in oh one. cause yeah that's so funny um do nice. I have a lot of characters I have the cartographer, who's literally just a map maker. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's all. That, after all that, this guy you, have Chad, you have Chad life and want yeah. on damage. Chad, I also have like characters who are like real people, but we gave them like a fucked up backstory. I'm talking about like, I'm pretty sure we took like Jeffrey the giraffe, the Toys R Us giraffe, and gave him like a Harriet Tubman esque background story. What? <laughs> The yeah, fuck? <laughs> I just took like real people and fucked with their like gave them my own lore? story for them. Yeah, gave them my own lore. <laughs> uh, ooh, I have Leprechaun. He's a he's a leprechaun that has leprosy. So <laughs> I have the Unic Cycler. He's a dude who rides a unicycle, but he's also a eunuch. So he's the Unic Cycler. <laughs> <laughs> I have Poker Face. Poker Face is actually a really big character. Yeah, uh, he's like your two faces. Yeah, yeah. You already know Jiznito, classic. Jiznito. I also yes. have, um, I have the Masterilizer. The Masterilizer is a fertility doctor. He used to help you know women get artificial inseminations, whatever in vitro shit. But he goes crazy upon finding that he oh, himself no. shoots blanks. He's infertile. 
And so he like unbeknownst to his patients starts like tying their tubes or giving them vasectomy, like, like fucking with he's like the human population needs to die. And he's <laughs> sterilized. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's the shitty doctor. Nice. Nice. So, anyway, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Quite a universe you got there. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. It's a long one. We need to edit some of that down. Maybe. But yeah. Coming in raw. Raw dog. <laughs> All right. Comicschronic.com. Comments <laughs> Jake's like, over this episode. Like, subscribe, rate us, do everything you need to do. Get out of yep. here. Do all that. Yep. Run Forget for your lives. Here. Never look back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could have. I could have been like, oh, I'm Ant Man, but uh, oh, fuck it. I didn't even care about the movie. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if the movie was good, I would have used that. Yeah, I would have been like, whoa, I'm giant now. But fuck it. It's oh, dumb. Shit. It's done. It's over. Bye. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon, and I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.